All right, episode three of Just a Feeling. Uh, I'm Omar Wahid, your wonderful co-host. I'm Max, your other co-host. You're not wonderful? I'm just as wonderful. Sure. Uh, and then we have a guest today. Uh, guests, please say your name. Hi, uh, I'm Caden Washburn. All right. So uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about being our genuine self. And why does genuine, being your genuine self matter? Uh, for example, if you're not being genuine to yourself, you could find yourself in a path that you truly, truly hate. Uh, for example, our guest has one, and he will say it. Yeah, um, uh, I come from a small town, high school, and uh, we don't have any, uh, we never, but we didn't have any like AP classes or like introduction classes at all. And so they told me that, uh, hey, you're good at math, you should do engineering, and you should be a sales engineer because it's new and cool. And I was like, okay, I'll do both of those, not knowing either of them do. And I spent the first year of my life here at Iowa State trying to accomplish something that I had no clue what was or what entailed. And the entire time, I hated it. Every single second of my day, I woke up, I took a shower, and then I usually just stayed there for a couple hours. Because you know what they say, Omar, can't see the tears in the shower. Especially when the light's off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also went into a program in which I truly hated and dropped out of school for a while. Uh, animation and software engineering at Bradley University in Peoria. Uh, terrible school, terrible program. Uh, that's, you drop out after that, and then you go back. Yeah, we know you're messed up, Omar. Um, you should never go to a school um, named after one of the most common names in America. Yeah, Brad. Muhammad? <laughs> <laughs> well, if I mean, I had kind of a similar situation, well, very similar situation, but I didn't drop out because I can fight through my problems, but... Um, I, what are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> coming in, I was uh, I was undecided, and then I decided, oh, I think chemistry is really interesting. Took eh, a year and a half worth of classes, and then decided, wow, this sucks. I do not like this at all. And, you know, looking back, it was probably the best decision of my life because... Um, if I would have stuck with chemistry, I probably would not have half the friends I do now. And also, um, I feel like I'd have a lot less free time. Not that I'm saying I'm not busy now, but I feel like I would just hate myself, to be quite honest with you. Caden has a lot of free time. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> well, he drinks a lot. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> oh, Mark, come on. <laughs> I thought off the record was a real journalism thing. Wait, <laughs> this is a podcast. But no, I do. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I do. Uh, it seems like everyone I was dating kind of has that same story of like, wow, I started something and I just kept with it for a while because I was like, well, I don't want to quit. It's like I don't know, like, why is that like inst like instilled in like a lot of people? It's like, well, like if you just do it, like, like don't quit, like just keep doing it, and like when you get done with it, then you can move on. But like, I'm finishing a major that I have no chance of going into at all 
So why did I stay with it, Omar? Why did I do it? I don't know. Maybe you should have went to journalism and had a fake major. Hey, it's not fake. It's a fake major. Okay. At the engineering school, it's a fake major. Engineers are overrated. They are overrated. But also, at the university known for engineering, anything that's not engineering is a fake major. Yeah, you know who I have a lot of respect for at this engineering school? Who? Art majors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Art and architecture. Yeah. Like Architecture? Yeah. No. Or is like anyone Why? in the arts? Why though? Oh, because my roommate was an architecture major, I have a and I didn't like him. Architecture major. Well, I didn't. I don't like him because he was an architecture major. I didn't like him because he kept leaving food out on the counter, uh, usually meat, and then he would just eat it throughout the week, and then he'd get violently sick and not understand why. So is he the kind of guy that like also leaves out milk and like butter out all day? You put butter in the fridge. You're not concerned about milk being left out on the counter? No, I was just talking about butter. I put milk in the fridge. But butter's, Wait, butter's from milk. Yeah, yeah. The, the bacteria still grows on it. Yeah, but who wants cold butter? I did. Me? Are you okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to my roommate. Let's talk shit about him. Let's not focus on me leaving <laughs> butter out. There's butter dishes. You, yeah, there thing. are butter dishes. No, no, no. no. You, you, you want to hear something about a story about meat? Earlier this year, I was I came in my room and I was like, I was like, ah, let's go check on the beer fridge. And I'm like, I don't know, this what I do in the morning sometimes. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and I walk into I walk into the beer fridge room and what's on the floor, but a big hunk of bleeding meat. Why? Because my roommate took it out of the freezer and forgot to put it back in. It was laying on the floor. It was on the floor, the bleeding in front of our water heater. Near the beer fridge. Near the beer fridge. More importantly. <laughs> oh my God. The imagery here is disturbing. Paints quite the Yeah, picture. imagine me going in, like, say good morning to my blue moons, and then I'm confronted with it, half a dead cow. <laughs> Were you on your way to get a shower beer, or? Dude, so shower beers, I, 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 I enjoy myself with <laughs> a shower beer. But I really want one of those shower beer holders. I haven't seen those. Do they, like, uh... Have one of those suction cups on the back of it, yeah. and like a koozie, and then yeah. you just stick it to your, the side of your shower, and then you just drop your beer in. Yeah, dude, it's one of the greatest innovations of, the, of recent memory because, like, you know, like they invented the like um, the like shower sex foot thing that they like you put the foot up on the wall. I didn't even know they had those. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. And then someone was like, you know what? This thing could also hold natural light. Yes. <laughs> yes. So are we all fans of shower beers. Just like first thing in the morning, you know. Just be quite honest, I've never had a shower beer. Let me tell you, it either ruins your day or it sets the tone for a I have, very I, I great have shower day. beers. I have, they're very reserved days. It's like tailgating days and 801 day. Those are like my shower beer days. Like I need to wake up and like get going. Maybe like post hangover day. No, mm-hmm. no. Hair of the dog. It doesn't work. No. It's it's not. It's a horrible thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, like drinking alcohol, like like people are like, ah, oh, after a hangover, like, it cures you. But like eventually, like it, you come down from it. It's like exactly. It's like we 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 can put more fire on the fire, but eventually, like it's just it's just gonna make it go down harder. Shower beers, all right. Yeah. Yeah. What does this have to do with? Genuine Absolutely. Self? Absolutely, we're being genuine in the fact yeah. that we all enjoy shower beers. That we're all. Raging alcoholics. I tried to transition you into our next talking talking point, and you just went off. Yeah, I know. It's called a tangent. It's and how we operate. These are justified yeah. most of the time. What's our next one? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, respecting art majors, 
Let's maybe skip that next point. Uh, <laughs> um, respecting anyone who really just does whatever they want. Instead of doing what they're told to do or expected to do. Yeah, that's why I don't listen to anyone, like, ever. Like, Never? Never. I mean, don't you listen to the editor-in-chief here? No. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> she tells me things, and I ignore them 99% of the time. But yeah, I know, like, doing, doing, um, doing, doing like, art majors, like, arts or stuff like that, um, I think it's really cool, because, I mean, some of the smartest people I know um, are, are in, like, the art program here, and I think it's just cool, because uh, everyone told them probably to do, like, engineering or, like, this other, like, super STEM thing, and they just did it, and they just did what they want, and you know what, that's cool. That's rad. I agree. That's rad? Yeah. <laughs> I agree, no, I have, I have a few friends that are in the arts and you know honestly they're probably the most genuine people not not playing on any like words or anything here but they're actually probably the most genuine people I've ever met in my entire life and I think that when you finally come to terms with like what you actually want to do and you stop lying to yourself you can fully like bring out your true self you know yeah that's why I dropped out of school which is great. I mean, not dropping out, but no, it was the, great. The back part. I had a great time dropping out. Traveled, worked, hated myself. Uh, next, next topic. Want uh, to say no? Uh, part about being genuine is not giving in to peer pressure all the time. Maybe sometimes. I give in to peer pressure a lot. Caden. Uh, Oh, I'm just, um, so I'm, I'm pretty good at saying no in those situations. I'm just really bad at saying no when uh, people in charge tell me to do things or like they want me to take on extra responsibilities. Um, I'm very bad at um, managing my time, not like getting things done, but just like not having enough time for myself. I am very good at managing my time. I even took a nap during work. That's bad for your circadian rhythm. Yeah, but they're having this meeting and I just turned my webcam off. Do you think Omar's circadian rhythm is healthy already? I know what point you're trying to bring up, and you're right. How many hours have you been awake today? Three, four? So I woke up at seven. Oh, early. And then I was like, when's my meeting? And then it turns out it was at 10. So I stayed up for three hours, and I went to the meeting. 15 minutes go by, and then I took a two-hour nap. Okay. Hey, midday naps. They can help a lot some days. That's not midday. That is still in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> what was it, 10, 10 that you had your nap at? Or? I, 10 in the morning to 12. You, I mean, you, had, you had to build up that energy to eat lunch. That's true. Absolutely. Um, the meeting wasn't over when I woke up. So what? It was a very long meeting. It's a... Uh, I don't know if I'm do you think you're just snoozing while people are like, Omar, do you have anything to add? Well, he never has anything to add, so that's why you can get away with it. Yes, actually, I have set up that expectation there because I do not respect that job. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they pay me too much. So we're not going to say their names because uh, one of them started to pay attention to some of the things I do outside of work. Uh, <laughs> oh. Interesting. 
cutting that part out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you even know how to edit? I remember listening to the first one of these, and you were like, I'm going to cut that out, and then it would go 10 minutes of me like, cut, cut this out too. And you just did <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and I decided not to. I did listen through it, and I was like, no, I'm going to keep that anyway. I cut out a lot of the extra spaces. $27 an hour. I don't do anything. Omar, are you good at saying no and people expect things of you? I pretend to say yes. What is that in, supposed to mean? Elaborate. That means they will tell me to do it within a certain time frame. I'm like, yeah, sure, I guess. I can do that probably. And then I don't. And then they do it. And I still get paid. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, um, I had a really hard time like going into college, like saying no to things. Like in high school, like I did like everything. Mm-hmm. It was, I was in like band, orchestra, choir, um, all the sports, um, NHS, uh, thespian club. Uh, thespian club. Thespian club. I'm technically a thespian too. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. We're all thespians then. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Yeah, you see a couple thespians. You guys, uh, you guys watched West Side Story yet? The new Steven Spielberg nope. one? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's fantastic. That's so, not what like I've heard. of it. I've heard it's not good. No, it's so good. Are you kidding me? The cinematography and um, <clears throat> overall design of the entire film is amazing. The only part I saw was the Maria song. That was the only part I saw from the new one. Speaking of West Side Story, your new bit, when you started snapping in it, it did work. What? When you started snapping in your night yeah. five bit, it did work. Yeah, it, I thought it's funny. It is funny. Yeah. West Side Story. Do you want me to do the visual bit for this podcast? Yeah, sure. Okay, are you ready? And shields. And come and go. <laughs> Even your living room. <laughs> knife fights for the right to the knife. You should say for knife rights. I don't know. I think the other way that works better. For the right to the knife. Knife fights for the knife rights. Sometimes I have trouble saying my R's. I think there's a certain group of people who like, also... Like jump. resurrection. It's a really hard word for me to say. Resurrection? R- resurrection. 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 There you go. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you're having trouble. No, no, no. I, I, I have it, like, I have trouble saying it, like, in the flow of a sentence. Uh, say yeah. a whole sentence with resurrection. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know He's, how to say no. You're being your genuine self. Being your genuine self. I did it, guys. Wow. Thank you for inviting me. Hey, you're welcome. welcome. Uh, (laughs) Saying no is important. Um, I should say no more um, because I don't. Quit leading on your coworkers and your superiors. They're only superiors if I respect them. Yeah. Um. I should take on less responsibilities, which is why you're going to be writing the rest of the articles for this semester. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, that can be. You didn't say no. Yes, yeah, well, I mean, it can be a really big thing on taking on too that's many another, responsibilities. Yeah, I know. That's another thing about, like, I, was, I learned of some leadership things within the past uh, month or so. you got to designate responsibilities. That's a big thing about... That's a really important thing about managing your time is designating responsibilities, to be quite honest. Yeah, I wanted to give you more responsibilities, but you took a month to do the first thing. 
Not gonna lie. <laughs> no, it seems like this seems like this should be a one on one. Yeah. Um, We've done this already. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. There's it's, a lot. It's being sorted. There's a lot of tension here. Yeah. If you can tell. It's not like it's not like it doesn't seem like it's conflicting <clears throat> tension though. It's it's, it's, it's a different no, it's, kind of tension. It's a playful tension. You can say that. <laughs> uh, I am saying that. I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, being genuine during interviews. We're we're a bunch of reporters here, minus one. Uh, hey, I've written opinions before. He has written Ooh. opinions. He was in the did opinion sections, but that was a clerical mistake. <laughs> yeah, I know. You just came into my room and stole my notebook and then printed them. The diary that had a little locket on it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, I got it from Barnes and Nobles when I was five. It said the plastic key would hold safe. I guess that it didn't hold up those scissors, huh? No. Really weird opinions for a five-year-old. Yeah, I know. About uh, calling your grandma and uh, the ice trade was really big in America. I was really into that. I was into that before Frozen came out. You're an ass. Uh, what, was, what was the other one? I think you wrote one other one. Uh, oh, the one about the coin flip that Charlie Kohler did? Yes. Yeah. That was it. He can't, he can't coin flip? No, no, no. He did a coin flip whether or not he's going to the NFL. Oh, yeah. Did he get it? Get it? it? it, it he came back. That, that, that was before this last one. Oh, it was a long oh, time okay. ago. Okay, okay. Damn, we must have missed yes. that. You missed some great opinions. Uh, maybe so. the best opinions. Because there's one. I don't. You read the one guy with the terrible opinions. Yeah, but you know, that's the fun part of the opinion section. I liked it when the opinion section started arguing with each other. That was fun. I did enjoy that. Yeah. There was like there, there was like a rebuttal to an opinion in the opinion section. That's so funny. What it was the environmental racism one? Yes. And then uh, You know what? You know what as a word is also not in the dictionary like environmental racism? Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I remembered his name, we would say his name. Oh, I know, I think I know his name. Say it. Matt Brown. That sounds right. Jackass. So yeah, being genuine during interviews. Yeah, it's really important because we're we're a bunch of journalists here. Minus one. I'll say the same line again. <laughs> uh, when people are not open, people are not genuine. People are not being truthful. Makes it hard, and you know, you can't really get a read on people. Uh, that also includes over Zoom, which is why I don't like doing things over Zoom. It's really hard to read people. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm an engineer, so uh, can't read any of those. I people. can't read. I, I I can't emotion emotion can't emotion and um, emote. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I mean, I've been in like he's like interviews is like a small I always think it's, it's, it's like a small presentation you're presenting yourself and I've been in many engineering presentations where my group members will completely write out every single word of the script and they will read that word for word and it, it it's it, it's a way to do it but it does seem kind of disingenuous when you're just re reading off prompter like a robot because you know it's like like being your genuine self is like it's it's being human like when you're presenting you mess up that's what that, that's what happens. But you know what? It's 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 what you it's, it's what you do with those mess ups, and like where they go from the mess ups, and like they, like. That's why uh, I almost never prepare for interviews. 
Right. That's why I make jokes during all my presentations. That's also why when I have like in-class presentations, sure, I go over it beforehand a little bit, but when I get there, I'm not reading off the note cards like some of these other people that have like every single point written out. It's like you did the work. You should know the work. Exactly. You don't need to read exactly. off and of if it. You, if you screw up once or twice, who cares? Yeah, exactly. They're who not going to dock you points, probably. And that goes that goes <laughs> to show also, like, during professional interviews, like, if you go into a professional interview expecting or hoping to possibly get a job somewhere, you got to, you, you can't write, you can't, before an interview, you can't possibly expect certain questions to come up like sure there are more that are there are some questions that are more common than others of like things that or experience you may have or things like that but if they ask you just a question that you have to come up with at the top from the top of your head you have to do that with your own mind like you can't you can't expect those things and if you don't have the ability to like think off the top of your head you're not going to get you're more than likely not going to get the job if you can't truly answer honest honestly and um, truthfully to Mm -hmm. your employer so I think that goes a long way when you're in a professional interview setting I uh, did a whole interview with a crazy sinus infection Uh, (laughs) I did stop multiple times uh, just a shootout mucus you know what I still got hired you know why because I'm just so fucking charming it's It's called being genuine. It's called being your genuine self. Even, even when you're s- sick. Even when you're sick. Mm-hmm. Horribly, horribly sick. Yeah. I mean, that's what companies are looking for. Like, companies aren't looking for robots. They're looking for an individual person. Like Looking for people with sinus infections. Looking for people with sinus infections. Who can make you know jokes. What? That sinus infection is going to be over when they when you probably go work for them, and then you're immune now. So you can't get the sinus infection yet for a while. That's yeah. not how that works. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's actually caused <laughs> by a virus. Yeah. Isn't it? Probably. Yeah? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We're not doctors here. Yeah. No. You should cut that part. Yeah. All right. Ah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? When it's, when it's hard being genuine, read some memoirs. Emulate some famous people. You, you don't have to be yourself. Be someone else. <laughs> Isn't that going against the entire point of being genuine? No, no. Uh, source of inspiration. Oh, uh, inspiration maybe, over... Okay. Maybe you don't know how to be yourself, but there's plenty of people who lived long, fruitful lives, being adventurous, and you, you want to do that? Maybe maybe these books are a first step. Maybe emulate them a little bit, and you'll find yourself. You'll find your own voice. You'll find your own path. Or... Maybe you'll be the new Steve Martin and buy a banjo and never learn how to play it. <laughs> uh, that's just me. I actually broke my banjo. Oh, no, what? I, uh, Did you break it because he was stage shy? No, I actually dropped something on it and it cracked the head of it. Wait, can you actually play banjo, though? <laughs> you can play a little bit of Over the Rainbow. Oh, uh, it wasn't over the rainbow. It was yeah, the it was one. The Kermit song. No, no, no. You're right. Um, it's uh. I forgot what it's called. Rainbow Connection. Rainbow Connection. Oh. Yeah. I also learned how to play Ring of Fire. Ooh, wow. That's a good one. Yeah. Johnny Cash and Kermit the Frog, two folk heroes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the collaboration the world didn't know they needed. Yeah. But uh, I could have put those together. 
if I didn't break my banjo. Now I think I'm gonna learn how to play a different instrument. Guitar. Well, there's a piano in here. Is there actually? Yeah, but yeah. That's, that's that's really hard to play. That's fine. Yeah. I'm gonna. My plan is to do it like Zach Galifianakis and his old specials where he would play the piano. Because that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do it at the M shop. I was like, eh, no. But now there's a place to practice. I'm going to come here in the dead of night and just, just let it rip. Let it rip while telling <laughs> terrible jokes. I have, a, I have a keyboard in my room. It's kind of just something to plunk around on sometimes. I like playing the music from La La Land. Oh, it's fun. yeah. yeah. I have not the seen La La Land. Sebastian's theme, dude. Yeah, dude. Oh. I have some not. City of Stars going. Yeah, City of Stars. I haven't oh, seen shit. La La Land. Are you kidding? No. Dude, great movie. Great. Made me ball at the end, but hey, it's okay. That means it's a fantastic movie. Well, yeah, what do you mean, but like, it's really, hey. really sad. Spoilers? You know what movie's really good? What? Um, Drive My Car. Drive My Car. Drive My Car. It's the Japanese film. It's an Oscar picture this year. It's on HBO Max right now. So good. It's awesome. so sad. I was going to watch it, but it was like two and a half hours long. It's like, two hours and 55 minutes long. Oh, my God. And it's entirely Oh, my goodness. Some books. Some books. Uh, <laughs> favorite books? What, what memoirs have you read recently, Max? To be quite honest with you. He doesn't read books. I have not read memoirs recently. Then why are we doing this segment? <laughs> We've read memoirs. I'm yeah. They've I'm read joking. plenty of memoirs. I mean, Omar read like 86, 85, 85 books slash memoirs last year. So, Yes. It was a waste of time. You should watch TV instead. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, favorite memoir I read was... Uh, Steve Martin's, honestly. Oh, Born Standing Up? Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Hands down, one of my favorites. Uh, Cal Penn's was, it was all right. Uh, it wasn't bad, but I wouldn't call it like good. Nothing groundbreaking. You know who's is horrible though? Seth Rogen's. I'm reading that book next. I couldn't. It's I got no more of those short stories. Yeah, it's about his life, mm -hmm. but I got a quarter of the way through it. No. Wow. Could not. It's that bad. Wow. Yeah. Um, a book that I read that was a memoir that was really good was um, the Alex Trebek memoir they wrote right before he died. That was a fantastic book. And kind of like the, like what I got from it was is that um, some of these things that like you don't think are going to um, like propel you to the next part of like your life um, end up doing. It's like this like um the example in the book was is Alex Trebek was the only English-French-speaking newscaster in Canada, and that's the reason that he got onto um, his first game show, which led to him getting Jeopardy. Was this like little tiny radio show that he'd work on at like like weeknights because he could speak French and English. So I thought, I thought that was a I kind did of, not know that. Yeah, another example of English being the superior language. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the last memoir you have read? Max, you know? What is a memoir you've read? I couldn't tell you. Mein Kampf? No. <laughs> no. I couldn't tell you. But do you have any recommendations? I have. Alex Trebek? Steve Martin's book. Steve Martin's. Eat a Born Peach. Up. Eat a Peach. I hear uh, 
Craig Ferguson's book's really good. Oh, good. To Ride an Elephant? Yes. No, Riding the Elephant. Fantastic book. Oh, yeah. Did you borrow that from Alejandro? Alejandro, yeah. You, you don't, don't know Alejandro. That. No. Yeah, you don't know Alejandro. Alejandro should come on. Let's go get Alejandro. Maybe he'll bring the book with him. I only have three mics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great book. Um, also, um, if you're looking for, like, a, if you've got, if you've got like a loss or something, um, a really good book to read is um, Crying in H Mart by Michelle. Um, I can't pronounce her last name. Zwilliger. Obama? Zwilliger or something. Um, she's, it's a, you know, Japanese Breakfast? The band, Japanese. yes, yeah, it's um, she's the lead singer for Japanese Breakfast. Mm. It's about her and her mom, and it's a really good book. All right, yeah, it's it's what is like rated one of the top books of twenty twenty one. I'll have to check it out. It's a really bad mm-hmm. memoir. What James Brown's book is just a lot of him beating his wife. It's <laughs> is it James Brown the fuck yo couch? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a horrible memoir. Uh, it does not inspire you to do anything unless you want to beat your wife. <laughs> hey, you know what, dude? That is, I bet that that book is in every trailer park library. Oh my god! I think that's the wrong demographic of people. Uh, <laughs> speaking of emulating famous people, let's talk about. Let's talk about rappers. How are we feeling about rappers? What about them? I don't know. I just brought it on the board, and we're going to take this tangent to talk about rappers. Oh, um, you know, my favorite, wait, wait, I, I need to remember exactly who it is. Isn't um, It's uh, uh, Young Thug? Yes. Young Thug. Um, isn't that the one that you say is statistically the worst rapper of all Gucci time. Mane. Gucci Mane. <laughs> statistically the worst rapper, uh, actually the worst musician to have ever lived. <laughs> wow. um, God, what are the numbers again? Something like 2% of his songs become hits. Yes. Um, he has over 2,500 songs. Uh, he has 2,500 songs? 2,500 Since songs. when? Always. He's... I didn't know that. That's a lot. Statistically. And 2%. 2% of them. What's 2% of 2,500? Still more than most musicians will ever chart in their entire career. That is true. But 2,500 and only 2% of them, statistically, the worst <laughs> musician to have ever existed. The worst made a musician. I mean, I know a ton of musicians that uh, have hundreds of songs that have a chart ever. Yeah, but like, if they even get one percentage wise, <laughs> go through the roof. It would, it would surpass Gucci Mane. Yeah. By so much. Like Lil Pump. Basically. Great, great statistically great rapper. Sta- oh, yeah. Technically. <laughs> statistically. You know what else statistically. Helps, helps to like top charts when you're a rapper. What? Death. That's for everything, actually. Yeah, art. Art. Books. Books. Yeah, you know who's a statistically terrible artist? Leonardo da Vinci. I mean, come on, man. More hits. More hits. (laughs) No one cared about the Mona Lisa until you died. Yeah, the fucking Vitruvian man. (laughs) Dude, what the hell? You making some weird-ass helicopters? You know that shit ain't fly. (laughs) (laughs) You knew it, too. I know he did. He did. And that long ass beard. 
Back to rappers. Uh, <laughs> what do you think about Kendrick Lamar? Overrated. What? Overrated? He's fantastic, but he's not even the best on the label. I'm gonna Who's who's the best? J Rock. J Rock. J Rock is the best rapper on the label. My close second is Schoolboy Q. Really? Yes. You're a big Schoolboy Q fan. I'm a huge Schoolboy Q fan. I went to a Schoolboy Q concert and I got an aggressive concussion and then quit my job. <laughs> wow. That is because I decided, it's like, oh, this concussion's pretty bad. This is not going to work. And they fired me. So technically, they fired me. I did not quit. But, like, mentally. I, wow, so you didn't say no. So they you, said no to you. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, technically. It's uh, Dick Sporting Goods. Real fun job. What a blessing that they fired you. I know. <laughs> Where were you? Like, the kids' shoes section or what? I actually worked the entire store. Oh, he was, in, he was in the laundering section. <laughs> Worked the gun department a couple times. Ooh. Yeah, that one was How's fun. How's that? Uh, the people who come to get guns in the middle of the day are the people you should be scared of. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever actually sell one? Yeah, I've sold like five. I didn't work at the gun department very much, but also... Did you happen to sell to somebody that was kind of odd? Uh, during Black Friday... I didn't, personally. Um, during Black Friday, they had a special on hunting rifles, and they accidentally sold one to a 15-year-old child. With How uh, do you accidentally sell a gun to a 15-year-old kid? It wasn't me. That's... <laughs> um, <laughs> I forgot what agency ended up coming. ATF, ATF ended up having to come down because it went through. <laughs> they sold a uh, hunting rifle to a 15-year-old child. Uh, this was the second gun-related incident at the store. The first one was when they first opened, and someone just stole a rifle and just casually walked out with it. Uh, ATF and FBI got involved with that one. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So if you want guns, like, really easily... Go to Dick's. Dick's Sporting Goods. Dick's Sporting Goods. I can't we, speak. We sell <laughs> guns to underage... Children. Children. And Find us can, next to the Nordstrom Rack. That is where they are. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why I said it. Actually, they're next to Mattress Firm. You know that oh, mattress... No, money laundering... Uh, yes. 100%. The only ma- well, there's so many mattress stores because, like, you only need one person to run a mattress store. Like... How many people do you think they're watching the mattresses? One. They're very hard to steal. They have very low overhead cost. But how many beds do people need? How many mattresses do people need? Is it really, like, thinking about it, do we really need three mattress like firms on the same street within, like, three miles from another? Yes. Why? Why? If I knew the answer to that, they would make me CEO of Mattress Room. You'd probably be get, be like uh, assassinated or something. Probably. That. Yeah, they'd take me out. No one yeah. knows the answer to it. Mm-hmm. No one's buying that many beds. No. All right. I mean, I mean, I mean Iowa State is for their dorms, but that's true. That but true. also, I don't think those are the beds they sell at Mattress no. Firm. No, yeah. definitely not. It's coming straight from a factory. Yeah. Well, I'll get my new sleep number bed in my uh, 
Iowa State dorm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Elzer got temper beat it. That's why the tuition keeps rising. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, let's get back on topic, I guess. Uh, finding your genuine self. How do you find yourself? Do you drop out of school and then become super depressed and then go travel around? Yeah, I did that. Uh, could I have found myself anywhere? Yes. Would it have been so much cheaper? Also, yes. Um, someone take this from me. <laughs> uh, I just, I don't know, I always try to try new things. Like, um, when I was having not a good time my freshman year, I was like, I want to try something else. And I took a different class and I liked it. Or like um, this last summer, um, I had an opportunity to go do an internship in Virginia. And I was like, huh, you know, I hated doing engineering in Iowa. If I hate doing engineering in Virginia, I probably just hate engineering. Yeah. And yeah. then I didn't like it in Virginia either, so. And what did that tell you then? Um, I'm going pre-health. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm staying in college forever. Nice. Yeah. Same. Hey, give me some skin. Grad school. Yeah. <laughs> Never enter society. Just Never. In crude debt. Never. I'm just waiting until they cancel old student debt. That's actually my plan. Do you think they'd actually do that? No. no. I'm going to be in crippling debt, but with a doctorate. Hey, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Call me Dr. Waheed while I'm... Are we going to have to go through all of these and like we're going to have to splice in? Like, hi, I am Dr. Omar Waheed. <laughs> <laughs> Should I? You could. No, I'm not, because I don't have enough time for that. Uh, I have big plans of getting very drunk and losing in bingo. Will you be coming? Oh, yeah, I am actually coming to bingo. Nice. Yes. Do you want to come? Where? Big wigs. Bingo night. See, I got I got to sing later tonight. Oh. I got to sing at, like, 9 o'clock, and I also have to go to a candlelight vigil. Oh, will, for yeah. the crew club thing? The crew club? Yes, for my uh, my club. Oh, no way, you're in that club? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry to hear about that. That's cool. Where are they doing that at? Uh, South Lawn Central Campus, Campanile. Be there at 8. I will be playing bingo in a bar. That is But okay. thoughts and prayer. But I also sing at like 9 o'clock. Are you singing at the vigil? No. That would... Oh, baby. <laughs> No, that would be that would be really bad. Uh, maybe we shouldn't make vigil jokes. No, uh, <laughs> we can cut that. No, I'm keeping it. <laughs> oh um, yeah, just getting out of your comfort zone—that's a—that's a way to do it. Um, if I decide to stay in animation, software engineering, I would hate myself. Uh, I figured out I don't like marketing uh, early, and yet I was too deep in it. So. We're never going to do that again. But this marketing job, oh, it pays me well. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Only don't be your genuine self for money. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> if they pay you enough, uh, be exactly who they want you to be. Uh, specifically. If you're qualified. 20, you don't need to be qualified for anything. You just need to have enough personality. Fuck. Yes. What if I have a, a doctor with a really good personality, but he can't operate on me? I think that's a good deal of doctors. Oh, don't worry. Most doctors don't have personalities. <laughs> exactly. So, Omar, basically what we're telling you is you can never be a doctor. I'm fine with that. I do get squeamish. So. Really? 
Yeah. Over like the slightest well, amount of blood or what? Yeah. Would you would you even be alive before you finished medical school? Like I know you're pretty old. I'm your guest. <laughs> I know. Um, I would not go to medical school, so it does not matter, uh, because I am a little bitch boy who gets squeamish when I see any blood. Yeah, a little uh, bitch boy plays in the mud, right? Yeah. No, I'm playing in the mud. That's gross. Yeah. Um, I did faint while we were dissecting the frog in high school. <laughs> yeah. You dissected a frog in high school? Yeah. I only did that in college. No, we did a frog in high school. Yeah. I didn't do a frog. We did pig lungs in fifth grade. Yo. We did not do I pig. did a worm in high school. Like, come on. We didn't do pig lungs. We did a hole with this baby pig. It's kind of weird. I also fainted for that. Oh. Have you, t- have you had to dissect a cat? Never. No. Never had to do that. No, that one seems a little twisted. I mean, it's probably already dead, but... Yeah. I hope. <laughs> do you think uh, on the cat license... Like says that they donate their organs to, like. Do you think cats like have that option? Did you, did you have to specify after which life the organs became available? Yeah. <laughs> after the <laughs> life or the yeah. sixth life. Or, or like just have to wait like till in the middle like after their third or fourth. Just kind of Will Smith it seven pounds just progressively give them. Yeah. You haven't seen that movie. That's no. what that means. Wait, does that mean after every life? If, okay, say if they wanted to donate their organs after every one of their lives, does that mean that, in a way, they have seven sets of organs? It's like the ship of Theseus, you know, if you replace every bit, is it still the same ship? Yes. Yes, because it's still the ship of Theseus. This is getting really philosophical. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not. It's a new it ship. Nothing uh, of the old ship is there. It's still named it. But it's... An entirely new ship. The ship of Theseus is the Theseus is the. It's other the same ship. ship in spirit. But it's in the middle of things. All right. <laughs> Let's hear your input. Is it the same ship? If everything is, uh, if it's the name, the same thing, but everything is different about it. Yes. No. Are you tell me that that ship is not its genuine self. I'm I'm saying that that ship is not its genuine self. It's trying to be itself, but it's not. So, so are you agreeing with me or him? Because that's all I want to know. <laughs> that death stare from uh, Caden to scare me. So I'm gonna have to agree with Omar. It's a good choice. The tension in this room is unbearable right now. <laughs> it's a different kind of tension though than between Omar. It's, it's and not Max. playful it's anymore. Not, it's not playful. Um, like when Caden and I, it's sexual. Attention. It's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will. I, I think we're going to wrap this up. Uh, this was episode three of Just a Feeling. Uh, talk about being genuine. Uh, we genuinely wasted time. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would like to thank our guest, Caden Washburn. Oh, thank you so much, you come sluts. That will most likely be cut. I don't know I just if to I can. I'm just being annoying. Just read to the ending. Come on, little little pig boy. How do I want to get the dirt roll around? Uh, I'm gonna keep it. You know what? I'm no. gonna keep it. <laughs> no, we're still no. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it. I am saying no to you pressuring me and being my genuine <laughs> self and yeah. keeping you saying, does it, does it, "Come slide." Doesn't doesn't Kylie have to listen to this before it goes out? 
Uh, there is not enough time for her to. Oh, so you, so you just you, <laughs> you just said that. Oh. <laughs> I, I actually assured her that Max is keeping me in check. He's not. Did did you actually convince Kylie that I'm, I keep you in check? <laughs> oh, why didn't you tell me this sooner? Ah, uh, dude, you come slut. Come on. Oh my <laughs> What do you think? Come slut. All right, well, uh, you heard it here first. Um, this is Max uh, signing off. Forever. For our uh, <laughs> podcast, being our genuine self. Thank you all, and have a great night. Bye. Or day. <laughs> <laughs>